you know, something about motherhood that is just very unique, unique is the word that I'm going to go with here, is that I feel that I can go in one second from being like, I love them so much. Please never grow up. Like yesterday, I was walking Teddy home from the bus stop and he was holding my hand and just kind of skipping along and telling me about his day. And I thought, gosh, I do not want this to end. I don't want it to end. And then we got home and he's immediately (laughs) telling, I won't say her name so it doesn't trigger yours in your house, but you know, A-L-E-X-A, our friend, (laughs) he's asking her to play fart sounds. And this went on for a good 20 minutes before I was like, I cannot listen to another variation of a fart. Like, I just can't do it. So I just am like, one second, I'm like, oh, he's so precious and wonderful and little and innocent and sweet. And then in the next, he's like dying, laughing over just farts for 20 minutes. And I'm like, I could do without this. I could do without it. So today's topic about them not eating dinner, I'm going to walk through five reasons they're not eating dinner. That's what made me think of this whole thing of like, gosh, it can be so frustrating sometimes slash annoying, slash just, you know, not fun. But we can get through those moments. So I'm going to give you some good insight as to reasons why they might not be eating their dinner or not eating much of their dinner so that you can sift through and see which of these might apply to you. Welcome back to Feeding Toddlers Made Easy. I'm Casey Barnes, registered dietitian nutritionist, mom of two, and I just get how it is feeding your kids. It's not easy. It's not always fun. We're here to dig through all the problems that you're having and give you solutions to make it a little bit less stressful on you. And sometimes I bring on guests too. You should definitely check out those episodes. They're a lot of fun, educational, all the good stuff to support you in this phase of parenting. Let's get right into it. Dinner can be a really challenging time of day for a lot of reasons. First of all, everybody is tired. And honestly, a little life hack that I found is that I need to give myself a break in the day sometime before dinner time because, well, one, my kids don't nap anymore. So that ship has sailed. If you have nap time, I know people always say like, rest when they rest. And you're like, when am I supposed to get anything done? But I feel like it's way easier to get things done when they are awake if you do give yourself a break. Like the day is a marathon. You do so much in a day. And by the time you get to dinner, like everybody's tired. Everybody's worn out. And if you can just give yourself like a little bit more in the tank, I feel like it's so much easier to deal with. But it's still, no matter how much rest you've had in the day, it's really frustrating when you go through the effort and the time and thoughtful planning to make a meal and then they don't eat it or they eat two bites and they bounce out of their seat and they're done. And you're like, really? That's it? You've, that, that's it? You're done? Are you sure? So let's talk about why this can happen. Reason number one is that they want something better. One of the most common reasons that I see a toddler not eating at a meal is that they don't have a set meal and snack routine in place. 
if they're used to being able to graze throughout the day or they can access snacks from the pantry whenever they want to, they're just not very likely to want to eat at meals. And this makes total sense. Like, it's because they're smart. If they know they can get something they prefer, like goldfish, whenever they want, why fill up at mealtime when I can just get something else at another time that I rather eat? Before I go on to reason number two, if you are like, I don't have a meal and snack schedule in place, how do I do that? Go to my blog, uh, actually just go to the show notes for this episode and we'll link to you both a podcast on a feeding schedule and a blog post on a feeding schedule for your toddler so that you can get a good sense of what that might look like for you. Reason number two, actually kind of reason 1A, but stick with me here. So another reason that they may not want to eat is because they are snacking so much throughout the day that they also just aren't hungry. Not only would they prefer to eat those other things, but now they're not hungry by the time dinner comes. Their appetite does get thrown off when they eat too frequently throughout the day. It really doesn't give them a chance to build up a big appetite for a meal. Like, they'll just kind of be stuck in that grazing pattern once that is what gets established. The other part of this, of them being full, is that a lot of toddlers and young kids do front load their calories, meaning they think of kind of like a hill going down. So we're skiing down the mountain. We start the day with at the top of that hill of like eating more, having a bigger appetite. Their appetite is high earlier in the day. And then by the time we get to the end of the day, we're going down that hill and appetite is lower. This can happen just naturally with the way that their body prefers to take in energy. And and it makes sense for them to eat more earlier in the day because that's when they, they need the energy to fuel their day. Like they don't need a whole ton of energy to go to sleep at night, right? Some kids still will have more of an appetite at dinner. It just depends on the child. It depends on the day. But if you overall kind of notice this pattern where they do tend to eat better, like at either breakfast or lunch, and then not at dinner, that's not your fault. Like, that's how their body is wired, okay? Usually with toddlers, too, like most toddlers won't eat well at all three meals. You might get like one or two good meals in them a day where you feel like, man, that was a solid meal. Like that for a lot of kids is not going to happen at every single meal in the day and that's normal. Moving on to reason number three. This one can be tricky. So this is the milk overload. How much milk does your toddler drink? If they are drinking a lot of milk, This is a common culprit of not wanting meals or having low appetite. Milk does have calories, protein, fat, so it fills them up just the same as food and lowers their desire to eat because they're getting something in their belly. If they're drinking milk frequently throughout the day or if they're drinking, say, more than two, two and a half cups of milk, whether it's cow's milk or a good non-dairy alternative, that's going to impact the amount that they eat. Now, you don't have to take milk away altogether, 
But I would, number one, definitely recommend only serving milk at meals or snacks, not just kind of throughout the day carrying a cup around because that will throw off their appetite. It's also not the best for their teeth to do that. And then making sure that we limit their total amount of milk to say like 16 ounces, two cups, two and a half cups at the most, and see if that makes a difference in their appetite. You can also choose to not serve milk at a meal where you really want them to have an opportunity to try the food and maybe normally they just sit down and chug that milk right away. So try removing it at a meal. The worst that happens is they're still not that interested in their food, but you at least did that little experiment to see if that made a difference. If they're still breastfeeding, that's fine. But again, remember that that is calories that they're taking in and could impact their appetite at meals. Reason number four that they're not eating dinner is that there's no safe food at the meal. If you haven't heard me talk about safe foods, I have a whole podcast episode on it. And if you have a picky eater and haven't heard about safe foods, oh man, you need to. This is something that I really rely on in my overall strategy of helping picky eaters eat a bigger variety. And it is one of those things that sounds kind of counterintuitive that we want to make sure. So safe food, just the basics of it is that's a food that they regularly eat and like and doesn't have to be a favorite food, but something that they pretty much usually will eat. And you might be thinking, well, if I'm giving them a food that I know that they like more, they prefer that food, aren't they going to just eat that and not eat any other new food? No, actually, it's a really good way to help them feel more comfortable at a meal, for them to know that they can fill up on something that they like, and feel more relaxed and open to trying something new. Usually, if there's new foods on their plate, like, it's unlikely that they're going to eat a full serving of it. It's more likely that they might try a little taste of it. So that's why when you make a meal, I do want you to have a mix of both foods that they like and foods that are new to them That's like the ideal combo that you can have to help your picky eater, even if they're not particularly picky, you don't want to get in the rut of serving them the same things over and over and over again. So make sure that there is that safe food there for them at the meal. We want them to feel relaxed and comfortable at the mealtime. Know that they have something that they can fill their belly on while they also can explore other new foods. And reason number five. We're zooming right through these guys. Reason number five is that there's too much food on their plate and they're overwhelmed or your expectations for how much they should eat are too high. So let's talk about both of those. Maybe that should have been two separate reasons, but I I feel like they both fall under this same category of like the too much, okay? So Thinking about toddler portions, number one is that I really love to use starter portions. Starter portions are what I recommend for your toddler or your preschooler if you're plating their plate for them. And this means that they can have seconds, they can have thirds, but you're starting with roughly one tablespoon per year of age of each food. So if they're two, that's maybe two little shrimps on their plate and two little scoops of sweet potato and two tablespoons of rice, roughly. You, don't, you do not have to get out the tablespoon 
unless you're like, I really need a visual here. But that's about where you want to start. And they can have more. It's okay for them to have more. It's not a problem if they have more. But they usually feel kind of overwhelmed if there's a lot of food on their plate. This is not for every child. Some kids will not be bothered by it. Some just naturally have a larger appetite and you can start bigger than that because you know that they're always going to have more than that. But for the kids who you're more worried about them not eating or not eating much, we want to start smaller. And that brings me back to that second point of your expectations. You might be expecting them to eat more than they need because how would you know really how much they need, right? I don't mean that as like a criticism or anything. I just mean how would you know? Like their body is the only one that really knows how much they need at any point in time. You are like offering and guessing, but it's really hard to know exactly how much they need. So just thinking about if it seems like they're not eating enough, but they still act like they're full and satisfied and go merrily on their way, then they probably got what they needed. And it's normal to worry. Did they get enough? Especially if it looks like a small amount to you. So I, I totally get it. I get why that would be a concern. But remind yourself, like, okay, did they have a safe food? Yes. Did I give them plenty of opportunity to eat? Yes. They only ate a couple bites, but they're acting pretty fine. They don't seem hungry. And I know that I've put them to bed on, like, no dinner before because they just chose not to eat. And they slept through the night and they were fine. That would mean to me that, like, okay, they just didn't have much of an appetite at dinner. It's hard for us to understand this as adults who kind of, like, eat more by the clock than by the feel of our body. That's just... One, it's practical to eat our meals at set times. Also, a lot of women have been conditioned to not eat much during the day because, like, you want to follow a diet or you think you need to follow a diet, whatever it is. You're on somewhat of a diet plan or calorie restriction, and then you're, you are much hungrier by dinner time, and that tends to be, like, our culturally big meal of the day, but with kids, like, they do a much better job at just, like, following the signals of their body throughout the day, so they might just eat a giant lunch or eat a giant breakfast, and whereas we might be, like, counting our calories at breakfast or lunch. So just remember that it's like a very different experience inside of their body than the experience that you're having inside of yours. Then I just have a bonus reason for you, and that would be that they're tired and everything is hard. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, like the end of the day is usually just hard for everybody, and especially when they're maybe they're in a phase where they just dropped a nap and they're transitioning to only one nap or they're transitioning off of that nap or they just had a long day. Like there doesn't always have to be a reason. They're usually just tired by the end of the day and some kids more so than others. So sometimes the not eating, sometimes it's a sign that you need to move dinner up to an earlier time to accommodate them if you feel like, wow, they're just real cranky and it doesn't matter what I serve or what I do but dinner's not going well, can we move it up 30 minutes for them and see if that makes a difference? 
Hopefully at least one of these reasons for why they're not eating at dinner was helpful for you today. If you did find this helpful, leave me a quick note. If you haven't already in the reviews on Apple Podcasts, please leave me a five-star rating and review. It would mean the world to me and you don't have to put a ton of thought into it. I would appreciate if you did, but really two minutes of, hey, Casey, this was so helpful. I love your tips on feeding my toddler. Like that would mean the world to me. So thank you if you can take two minutes to do that for me right now. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you.